0: Deacon Dave, and welcome to Day 25 of Grace in Suffering, and we are continuing on with our Lenten journey, AJ. So, so you can see where you have a um, new location, which is undisclosed at this time, so we cannot tell you where AJ and I are <laughs> at. But we are going to enter into what,
1: AJ? So we've been talking about Jesus the past Good. couple of days, and we're moving on to the saving nature of Jesus' suffering. Beautiful which is a big topic, Uh, and I want to start it off by just a little story. I was talking to a friend of mine who, I guess, talking to him about God, not sure that there's really a belief in God there, and the comment that was made was it just doesn't make sense that there would be a God that would give his son to people in order to save them that we would then turn around and torture and kill. It just doesn't make sense. And I started thinking about that, and I said, you know, actually, it really doesn't make a lot of sense if I just think about it in my sort of finite mind. But I think the more that I, more time I spend trying to understand what God is trying to reveal to us, it actually, and I don't mean to make this sound like I think it's a good thing that, that God had to do this for us, but the fact that he did has offered me a tremendous amount of support because the bottom line is through doing that, not only did Jesus and God save us or give us an opportunity. Option for uh, redemption and salvation, but he also gave us an example of how to suffer and how to stay faithful during that suffering.
0: So, how long do you want this podcast to be? Because this one could be really long.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, they all could.
0: <laughs> yes, I think I think the first thing is to understand in the Old Testament what happens. Exactly. Right? Um, that what would happen is when you sin, you would bring an offering. Be sacrificed, so you would bring it to the priest. The priest would kill it. They would smear the blood um, on the altar, and then that sacrifice would be offered to God. So that animal sacrifice, which the Jews don't do that
1: anymore, right? And and they, they were offered um, for for redemption for yeah. our sins and atonement, for our, atonement our sins. for our
0: sins, right? And so when you look at it in an, in an Old Testament context, there was this offering that was made and I think you can take it go ahead
1: daily wasn't it I mean there were sacrifices made daily there were some made
0: yearly and what's interesting if I maybe hopefully I'm saying this right is that when they would wash the temple out it would go out on the side sort of Mm -hmm. like Jesus so you can see water and blood were being flushed out of the temple uh, to clean things up so the other part of this AJ is the um, I just lost it because I had it because I thought you were going to say something sorry (laughs) that's okay it may come back to me.
1: Well, talking about the sacrifice, it often was, you know, the best, the unblemished uh, lamb. I remember um, that. Was that it? Okay. Well,
0: it's the, it's the so at the, at, you know, you had the 10 plagues of Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. And God kept trying to get Pharaoh to let his people go. And the last plague was that we killed a firstborn right. child of every Egyptian uh, male. And of course, that doesn't mean they were all babies. They could have been 30, 40, 50 years old. And so what the Israelite people did was, is they took an unblemished lamb, killed it, took the blood, and put it on the The doorpost. And then they ate the lamb, if I'm remembering correctly. And so the angel of death would pass over that. And so all of this stuff in a very short fashion leads to the fact that um, Jesus is offered as sacrifice for our sins. Exactly. But he's the perfect sacrifice.
1: He's the final, the yes. once and for all.
0: Yeah. Yes, you look like you have something you want to add to that. Well,
1: no, I was just that, just that <laughs> that uh, the animal sacrifice had to be done all the time right. because it would atone for the sins we had committed. Then more would be committed, and they would have to be atoned as well. But with Jesus' sacrifice, because as you said, it's the perfect sacrifice, it is for past, present, and future sins. Yes, yeah, so Jesus entered into our humanity, right, 2,000 years ago.
0: And um, this act on the cross, okay, it, at that moment, he is now with the Father. So all things are drawn, because he is God, to himself. All sins before, all sins now, all sins forever to be are all drawn. So, in a sense, everything is made present. Mm-hmm. And do you want to go into the Mass, or are we not going to do that part right now?
1: Well, we're definitely going to be talking about the Mass, but, or, I mean, did you want to mention something Well, now? we
0: participate. So every single Mass, right, they call it the sacrifice of the Mass. And what is actually happening is we are entering into Calvary where for that one and only sacrifice of Jesus. But the difference is is we, too, are offering ourselves as sacrifice, right? our imperfect, Right. United with the perfect sacrifice of Christ, which is then offered up to the Father, and so the, the, the cool thing about Mass is Jesus is both the priest and the victim, right? <laughs> right. You know, and, and then as what he said in the Last Supper is he left us the Eucharist, which may be outside but, of the yeah, context topic, of what we want to right. talk about.
1: Well, and I think it, um, it it basically is an example of what we're we're sort of basing this podcast on Pope John Paul's apostolic letter, salvifici dolores, and so basically salvifici is salvation, Mm -hmm. saving, Mm -hmm. and that is God's saving love for us was his offering of his son and Jesus' love for us to be the one perfect sacrifice that would give us the opportunity to um, be redeemed, atone for our sins, and therefore enter into uh, eternal salvation with him.
0: Thanks be to God that he has done. That for us, and I think right. here's the key thing. Remember, if we go back in our podcast, we talked about kind of what is the nature of suffering and, and where does it come from, and at the very heart of that is sin, right. right? And so, sin and suffering are together, and Jesus died on the cross, suffered on the cross for our sins, and so we too can offer, you know, our own sufferings um, as a part of the sacrifice. Of the mass, and I, and I think we're going to get to that as we move along. Right? right, this idea of uniting
1: our suffering. Exactly. Am I ahead of myself? Yeah, I mean, we're ahead of you. <laughs> there's I a lot say? of there's a lot of content to try to get to in the next few days. Yes. But another thing I wanted to mention was with um, Saint Pope John Paul, in his letter, he differentiates between temporal suffering and what he called definitive suffering, and so to bring this what what Jesus went through back to our suffering and how. I'm able to make some sense out of my suffering by looking to Jesus as an example. Is that our temporal suffering? That's, that's, St. Pope, Pope John Paul considers that a consequence of our sin. Right. But definitive suffering would be, you know, eternal separation from God. And so what Jesus did in his suffering is he gave us an opportunity to beat and and to not go into definitive suffering where we are eternally separated from God.
0: Yeah, and we have to participate in that, right? So uh, the saving action of Christ is complete, but we as Catholics in particular are called to participate in that. And and, and it doesn't really matter what faith denomination you are, PJ, because if, if you are in love with Christ, then it's going to sort of compel you. Right. right, by his grace to do the things that are according right. to his will. I mean, we will certainly um, be known by our fruits.
1: Well, and you and I, as Catholics, we relate to the way the Catholic faith, the terms that we use, and the, the practices, traditions that we have. Right. But to your point, all suffering can be salvific, as Jesus's was. Um, quite frankly, even if you don't know God yet, it it can be an opportunity to get to know him again in whatever faith denomination. And if you're, if you're able to look to what he did and believe in the, this just almost unimaginable to a logical thinker um, idea that God would send not only his son into humanity in the form of a baby, but also would have them grow up. And then ultimately when they start preaching and ministering, be rejected and, you know, crucified and die, uh, suffer for us. If you're able to kind of wrap your brain around the fact that we can't fully comprehend God's plan, I mean, I know my thinking, as much as I wish it wasn't, is finite, right. and I cannot completely understand God's plan. But if I'm a- if I'm able and willing to try to work in that plan, then definitely there can I can begin to see meaning in suffering, even when there's no current temporal, you know, good that I can see from it.
0: Yeah, you said something right at the beginning of that, A.J., that suffering can be salvific. And so for any one of us who is going through some form of suffering, whatever it may be, that can be is very important. That means we have to keep our eyes on Jesus on the cross, right? We have to unite ourselves with him in that regard and allow him to be the one that brings meaning and value to the suffering. Because on our own, probably not going to happen— But if we – because Jesus, he knows completely all of our sin and all of our suffering because he experienced all of that on the cross. So if there's any one person who understands what we are going through and cares about it, he cares Mm -hmm. about you, okay, and what your suffering is, then it's him.
1: Absolutely. It's absolutely him.
0: And I think you you probably saw that as you went along in your journey with Jeff.
1: Yeah, and again – it wasn't always visible during that suffering, but as we'll we'll talk about in future episodes, just watching the progression of jeff um and if it was just limited to Jeff and what I think ended up being his eternal salvation, mm-hmm. I think he would have gotten there anyway, but I know he got there you know after right. dealing with a l s and I think he was able to be an example to other people, and we've mentioned this in a former podcast that not only was he able to experience, as you have mentioned, the fruits of the Holy Spirit, such as joy and peace, but he was able to share that with other people. And I do think that he was able to um, offer some, you know, salvific, you know, suffering for other people and that other people recognize that. Yeah,
0: we're not supposed to be alone in our suffering. And there are lots of people that are potentially that way. And what I mean by that is, is Jesus wants to enter into that suffering with us, but that suffering should also be shared. AJ, just before this podcast, we were talking about people that are having their own form of suffering right. and they're not asking for any help. You had that same struggle initially as well. and But that's exactly what the Lord wants us to do. That's why he created this body, this community of people, um, so that they could help. Right. And so I think it's really important to know that if you're suffering alone right now, reach out to us. Reach out to someone you know. Don't be afraid to ask your community because right. the Lord wants to enter into this and he wants to use his people to help you get through it.
1: And people who have experienced suffering can offer a perspective that maybe somebody who hasn't encountered the same form of suffering could could uh, offer you. Great point, AJ. Great point. I mean, it, it, it just just
0: like as you go on, you know, your perspective on suffering and what you went through, which I still co- will never completely understand, right, allows you and equips you to do things with people that I couldn't do, you know, right. especially when it comes to ALS uh, and, and that sort of stuff. And that's
1: true. Whatever form of suffering you're encountering, even if you feel like it's, yeah. you know, we've talked about this before, all suffering is significant and there are people who have also experienced it.
0: So we can find solidarity in a sense, even Absolutely. in our suffering. And that same solidarity can be found with Christ. Any Anything else? That's all. Uh, you want to close
1: in prayer? I can give it a shot. Okay. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, we just are overwhelmed by the love that you have shown for us in offering your Son not only as an example to us of how to suffer, but also as our means to salvation, our means to living an eternal life with you. What he endured for our sake and what you must have endured and what his mother Mary endured uh, through his suffering are things that are difficult to imagine and difficult to believe that we would be able to to pursue and um, make it through. But with your strength and your guidance uh, and your support, we just pray that all of us who have and are experiencing suffering, that we turn to you and that we unite what we are going through with what Jesus has done for us. Would you like to bless us? May Almighty God bless you in the name of the
0: Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mm -hmm. Go in peace. We'll see you next time. Bye.